Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and foes in the family, and to the and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International, with the scripture and the sense. Podcast episode number 971, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible knowledge commentary and or the Matthew Henry commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. Ladies and gentlemen, the aim therefore of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and saved from the eternal burning hell by believing in none other than Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. who said the most powerful, most loving, most important words in the history of the world when he said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Dr. Curtis Hudson said these words are the gospel in a nutshell because and I have added, because Jesus Christ preached the gospel first and best. Notice what he says, God so loved the world. That means that God is the, uh, this is the history of the gospel. In this one short verse, in those few words, we know where uh, the gospel originated in the loving heart of God. God so loved the world. That includes you, that includes me, everybody living in this world. 
Thank God I believe the 19 children who were killed on yesterday in Uvalde, Texas. What a tragedy here on earth, but they went straight to heaven. And God, you may be shocked by things, but God is not shocked by anything. The two teachers, we don't know about. The adults, we don't know about. But the children went to heaven with the Lord, to be with the Lord. And uh, for God so loved the world. Red, yellow, black, and white, we're all precious in God's sight. He loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. In other words, he gave up his only begotten son, who was born of the Virgin Mary. That means that no man had sex with Mary before Jesus Christ was born. Believe it. He never committed a sin in word, thought, or deed. He was 100% God and 100% man, the God-man. He never done he never did anything wrong. He proved that he was God by walking on the water because he made the water. He broke up funerals because he raised the people in the casket from the dead. And there were many witnesses. He fed thousands with a little bit of food multiplied it over and over. They had leftovers. He was asleep on a boat. A storm arose. You know how frightening storms can be, and so the people on the boat were frightened. They wondered whether or not Jesus cared for them. He did. They woke him up. He walked on the deck and said, Peace, be still. That means waves, sit down, stop being boisterous, wind, stop making all that scary noise, and the sea and the winds obeyed him. Why? Because he's the God-man, 100% God, 100% man, no half and half. He went to the tomb of Lazarus and cried, Lazarus, come forth. And the dead came forth. He had been dead for several days and he was stinking. That's the power of God. A few hours later, I would imagine, he was sitting down at dinner with Jesus Christ, cleaned up and ready to dine. If you don't know him, I think you need to get to know him. That whosoever, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, red, yellow, black, and white, we're all precious in God's sight. Believeth in him. Believeth means to trust in, to depend upon, to have faith in. Should not perish but have everlasting life. Just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. 
that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. John the Baptist called him the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Who has taken away the sin of the world. He is, in other words, the sacrificial Passover Lamb of God who has paid for all of our sin debt. Jews and Gentiles, everybody, and all you have to do is believe in him. And believe his gospel that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for our sins. He paid our sin debt. He was buried and he rose on the third day. And if we believe in him, we will be saved from the hell that we deserve. So pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul and he will. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Just simple faith, simple belief in Jesus Christ will save your soul. That means you cannot save your soul. Well, I want to be in a church when I get, when I get saved. You don't have to be in a church. You can, get, you can get saved right now. Well, I want to get baptized. Uh, you don't need to get baptized to get saved. You get baptized after you are saved. Well, I want to give a whole lot of money and, and buy my salvation. You don't have enough money. Elon Musk does not have a lo- enough money. Bezos does not have enough money to buy this salvation. Jesus paid it all. His blood is priceless. Believe in him. Call on his name and ask him to save you. I'll be glad to lead you in that prayer called the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner, for I have done evil in your sight, for I have lied before, I've broken your Ten Commandments by stealing, by lusting after people and things. by dishonoring and disobeying my parents. By dishonoring your name, by taking your holy name in vain. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. The Lord Jesus Christ was buried and rose again. 
Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of all of my sins and help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the new life. For it is in your holy name, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, beloved, if you have believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ suffered, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God for you, allow me to say congratulations on doing the most important thing in life and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you to help you grow in the faith as a disciple of Christ. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now at this time, we're going to resume the Standing Between the Living and the Dead devotional service, if you will, already in progress. Today, dear friends, we're reading Malachi chapter 2, verse 17. Holy Father God, we thank you for your holy word. Uh, grant us your energy, strength, unction, and anointing, and the power of your Holy Spirit uh, to comprehend your holy word and to understand your holy word and to obey it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Verse 17, we, picked up where, we pick up where we left off. Ye have wearied the Lord with your words. Yet ye say, Wherein have we wearied him? When ye say, Everyone that doeth evil is good. I went off on this the other day from the word of God. In the sight of the Lord, and he delighteth in them. Or where is the God of judgment? Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 2 verse 17. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost. Uh, 
and the Bible Knowledge Commentary. The Apparent Prosperity of the Wicked All who do evil are good in the eyes of the Lord and the suffering of the righteous is an age-old problem. In the Old Testament, the problem was more pronounced than it is today because God promised Israel material prosperity as a reward for obedience to his law. However, many of these promises were intended for the entire nation and in a society in which the righteous and wicked were mixed. There was opportunity for confusion and misunderstanding in individual cases. Added to this is the fact that God in his providence blesses the wicked as well as the righteous as a testimony to himself. Also, the righteous as well as the wicked suffer because of the fall, and that is so true. The book of Job adds to the dilemma of human suffering the extra dimension of God's dealing with Satan. All of this makes it difficult, apart from known sin in one's life, to determine why a righteous person suffers. My, my, my. The prosperity of the wicked was equally perplexing and was discussed by at least five biblical writers. Though answers to this problem are not given in these passages, in each case questions about God's justice are removed by a futuristic perspective. God will come in judgment and punish the wicked and establish the righteous in his kingdom forever. The Jews in Malachi's day had failed to learn such hope from the Holy Scriptures. They question God's justice by saying that he delights in evil people and by asking where is the God of justice? Yet they were the guilty ones. They were the ones who were unfaithful to him. Here, to God, responded by referring to his forthcoming judgment. However, unlike the answers by the righteous biblical writers mentioned earlier, the judgment which Malachi referred to was to be against the hypocritical questioners as well. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this time together around your holy word. For those who just got saved, this is their first Bible study. Help them to grow thereby and to stand strong in the faith by reading your holy word, praying without ceasing.
believing that you will hear and answer their prayers based upon your holy word, asking ye shall receive, seeking ye shall find, knocking it shall be opened unto you. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen.